This is Jessica Dubilar with QSO VSO, and I'm sitting here with the VSO volunteer Sarah Verveld in uh, Guyana, Georgetown, Guyana. And Sarah's an occupational therapist that's been working with the Ministry of Health Rehab Department for 18 months now. So thanks for joining us, Sarah. No problem. <laughs> so why don't you tell me a little bit about your background? You're from Holland. So what yes. was it that you that you were doing in Holland before becoming a VSO volunteer? Um, I graduated in 2001 and worked since February 2002 in a rehab center okay. with mainly adult stroke patient brain injury, so as occupational therapy, oh. but in a multidisciplinary team. Okay. And what was it then that motivated you to think about using these skills in an international context? Um, well, I've always been uh, interested in different countries, cultures, people, I like traveling and I like my job. So I thought, well, this is a way to combine it. I saw an advertisement of VSO a couple of years ago in the newspaper already mm -hmm. and it always sticked in my mind like, oh, well, yeah, that would be nice. But every time there was a reason not to apply yet mm -hmm. and then there was the space and the rest in my life and I thought, yeah, let's try. And I think I also was in a stage like after seven and a half years working in the in that rehab center that I was ready for something new. Mm -hmm, a new and challenge. Yes. <laughs> so you, you got placed here in, in Georgetown. Yes. What was your first impression coming to Guyana and seeing your work environment and the uh, challenges? I thought it was much more developed than I expected first of applying to VSO. I would expect to end up in a more remote situation. So that was uh, on one side positive, but the other side a little disappointed, like, oh, it's, it's a little bit more developed than I expected. Mm -hmm. But for the rest, um, I felt uh, welcome in the way that they were all very friendly. And, um, well, as a white person, your approach different, so that is also part of it, probably. Um, but, yeah, you get everything you need, basic needs, and even more luxury products. Mm -hmm. So. No, it was a positive experience. Only the climate I had to get used to. Yes, hot, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you're here as an occupational therapist. What's the status of occupational therapy in Guyana? What sort of role were you filling in? Um, well, I'm here supposed to um, train the local staff okay. in occupational therapy, so mm -hmm. to increase their skills and knowledge. Mm -hmm. The they are no occupational therapists in Guyana except me. Not one? No, none. There are some uh, physiotherapists with no speech therapist and no occupational therapy. Oh, well, correct. There's now one Guyanese speech therapist with trained in Cuba. Okay. So um, the local staff is trained in a lower level. So for me, it's the task to increase their skills and knowledge. And there's a new group of rehab assistant students and I also train them in occupational therapy. Okay, so can you maybe explain a little bit more about what a rehab assistant is and why yeah. Guyana is approaching that way? Well, the rehab assistants are uh, trained in three topics, speech therapy, physiotherapy and occupational therapy, only in 18 months. Okay. And I'm trained four years in occupational therapy, so they are forced to perform all three kinds of therapy. but they are more focused uh, at the end at physiotherapists, they feel more comfortable in it. But the regions all have their um, rehab departments and the rehab assistants are also placed in regions to perform the rehab service. Okay. And there are now, I think in uh, most of the departments is now also a physiotherapist. 
Okay. But they are also trained abroad. Great. So there really is a severe lack of human resources in these areas. Yes. But there is this year an UT program, the University of Guyana started in collaboration with Dalhousie University, uh, a university graduate level on, I don't know what their title will be, but it is a four year course, what they, I think, end up physio or OT or speech. Uh, oh yeah, so they have to, I think, after three years, choose where they're gonna specialize in. Okay, so there's a longer term plan right yes. now to really yes. ramp up the, yes. the qualifications. And I think there are now about eight or ten students who started. But I know that quite a lot of rehab assistants want to upgrade. Um, but uh, yeah, some I think are not yet long enough in the service to step out to, to go to university because they are trained or funded by the ministry. So I think they have to work first five years before they can change. So what's your role been here in the last 18 months? To How do you, how have you been building their skills and capacities? Um, well, I work most of the time in Georgetown and visit here an adult department, the hospital, and sometimes the children's department. And I just observe how the rehab assistants work and give them feedback or advice at uh, the work floor. Or sometimes I see a patient myself, but it's less... Uh, happening and for the rest I visit the departments in the regions with the same idea and see mm -hmm. how they run their department if they need some advice and how to organize stuff better or to advocate their uh, department better mm -hmm. and uh, in workshops so sometimes I organize workshops with specific topics to increase their knowledge and skills and um, I trained the, the students here in the, the new reopposition students okay so looking back, you've been here 18 months now, so it's coming towards the end, not yes. quite there yet. Are there any things that stick out that you're particularly proud of or feel is a really significant accomplishment that you've been able to contribute? Um, well, I'm here um, a second OT. Like there was, there's a four-year ABLE from the European Union funded project and there was an OT before me, which I replaced, but there was still uh, sort of uncomfortable level of OT that they were not doing it, not the practical activity training or the what I see as occupational therapy. And now I think there's a change coming that they really realize what the difference is between physiotherapy and OT. So I think that mind change that's something I yeah I like because mm -hmm. then there is a chance that they start doing the activity training as well. Okay. And for the rest, yeah. There are just sometimes small steps. It's not that I'm now directly proud of it, Ben, to name it, but yeah, there. I know there are stuff that I see, yeah, that mm -hmm. change. Small, small changes yes. bit by bit. Yes. That's great. So for the next six months, what's what's your priority that you really want to complete before moving back? Um, well, with, together with the speech therapist, we have a pro plan to support the health workers so in the remote areas there are, where are no rehab services there's an, there are health workers delivering also some kind of service that we make um, a bag with exercise and therapy material and sort of assessment material that they can assess children and adults and know when to refer them to further rehab service or not so it is on a different level than the 
rehab assistants who perform occupational therapy, but it is a step in the rehab service. So that's a bigger project. And um, for the rest are the students now starting their part, uh, practical part. So mm -hmm. I think there's also quite a lot of work to do in get them into work. So what would you say to someone back in Holland or back in Canada that's thinking about volunteering with VSO? What, what advice or encouragement would you have for them? Um, good question. Because it's challenging. <laughs> it is worth it, but it's challenging. Um, yeah, what would I advise or say? That at the end, it's very clear that there is a lack of knowledge or skills and in that way service delivery. If I care about the patient, then I see that they get better service after my trainings or so. That is something you do for it, that the patients have a better future. So that is for me a motivation to do it. Mm -hmm. um, of course, there are individuals who pick up information easier than the others but yeah I would say it is not don't expect it to be easy <laughs> because making a change sometimes if they don't know what they miss they don't need it in their eyes so they, then you can tell them why well, you sh I would do it this or advise to do that for this reason but if they are satisfied with what they have then it's not always easy to let them see that there is a change possible what makes service better yeah. but yeah if you have can make that start and I think you can be very quite proud <laughs> excellent well it sounds like you've been doing some really great work and I wish you the best of luck as you wrap up in the last six months and thanks for talking to us thank you